genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we check our sources as we analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3, one cookie-calling minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Wally. Hey, Wally. Welcome back. Good to be back. <laughs> well, you are joining us again today for Minute 93 of Spider-Man 3, which begins with Eddie begging Peter not to tell everybody the truth. Please, please. And ends with Peter pretending to fall asleep on the phone. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, we've entered montage. Yeah. We, we. Oh, boy. The thing we've been talking about. Oh, boy. We're not there yet, though. We yeah. Should, we should finish out we the bugle. You're right. Okay. So uh, Eddie begs Peter, begs him not to tell anybody. And what I like about this scene from a body language standpoint is that Eddie is, stays pinned to the wall. And Peter does this weird thing where he's staring at his mouth. Ooh, yeah. It's like this really creepy, intimidating thing where he's just kind of like looking him up and down like prey. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It's a good intimidation tactic. Uh, from a just from an it's as an acting choice. I I think it's I think it's really good. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it. I think it tracks. It uh, it's definitely uh, a poker move. This yeah. is this is absolutely something you would do sitting across someone at the table, dressing them down, just like mm. yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah, interesting. I got, I got aces. That's what you're going you know. for. That, that's what you're going to play. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It's that good. Makes sense. I also love too about this bit that when um, when Peter decides to like give the information and whatnot, we get another one of these um, these these lovely depth shots where somebody leaves the frame through the middle of it, like they don't. They don't exit, uh, sorry, not the frame. They exit the scene by going further, like deeper into the frame. Yeah. Like you're going further back into the background. I just, I love when we play with that axis in these films. Cause it's like, he moves, he walks, then he stops. The camera stops once he reaches Robbie. And then he just keeps on marching, like disappearing down the middle of the frame. Yeah. I just think that stuff is so cool. It's just like Bill Pope, uh, Bill Popin. Yeah. He yeah. does. He loves, he loves that. He loves uh, using depth mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. a as a storytelling device, um, as a framing device, he yeah. really likes that a lot. Uh, but yeah, he just he tells uh, Robbie to uh, uh, tell your editors to check their sources. It's like he is an editor. <laughs> you know that you you work here. <laughs> he definitely said that exactly like you would if you were just I figured it out. I'm new person who you've never met before. Tell your editor to check this out. <laughs> They're like Peter. We no. we all know you. This isn't. You've been here for years. Um, and then we get the comparison shot. Uh, yes. From the original photo to the uh, doctored photo. And is it just me or does the original photo look like a screenshot from The Amazing Spider-Man 2? <laughs> like that, the scene with Electro in Times Square it, where he wears the fireman hat. Yeah. 
Great scene. Uh, but great no, scene, yeah. what it what it absolutely looks like is one of the uh, pictures you take in the Spider-Man PlayStation 4 game. Oh, yeah. With that oh, like, yeah. soft uh-huh. like, background. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I pulled and, the aperture way back on this yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What's also funny, it almost looks less convincing than the fake one. Just because the way the, the thing is sloughed in. I like, too, uh. that we get a, a better shot on these. I went through, I don't remember which frame it is exactly, where we get a good look at what's <laughs> said on the um, the bugle things. Where he's pointing out the like weird darkened edges on the bills, which means they've been photoshopped in, and incomplete saturation. Yeah. Incomplete, in, incomplete desaturation. Yeah. Look at the red tint in the circled areas. So all these like circles that are on the thing aren't just like, oh, this is an artifact of comping him in poorly. This is where he didn't, take the red out of the suit properly right which means that the photographic tells in this one are only possible because they did the design of the black suit that we're not fond of because you couldn't have faked it this way if they had done a uh black suit that was totally different than the red and blue oh yeah i mean that's true that is true um, I the thing that I love about the uh, original photo too is like what the hell is Spider-Man doing in the <laughs> Doctor one? I get it. He's holding a heavy bag and trying to web sling away with it. Yeah. What is he doing without the like? What what's his hand doing? What what he's got one leg hiked up. Why is he so like close to the ground while what? he's doing this maneuver? It like what's going on there? Like uh, Brock made a really great choice here. He's like this real one looks super awkward. It looks like he's holding something. Yeah. You know, like props to him on the photo selection and the retouching yeah. and everything because it went from a very weird photo to a very incriminating one uh, smoothly. Yeah. One thing that's always, you know, on my mind when I'm looking at a Spider-Man picture taken by Peter Parker is <laughs> inherently the likelihood is he's put up some web and the camera's sitting there on like some sort of auto, uh, you know, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he has to then go get into the position he needs to get into mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, this is like on the ground, yeah. which means like he's in, at like tripod level. Like, you know, <laughs> this is a camera should be like somewhere on a tripod. Did he like string up some web like between a car and a building? In to, Times like, Square. In Times Square <laughs> just to get the camera. Like, did no one see it? How like did he hire an actor to hold the camera? And does this actor now know who Spider-Man is in real life? Like is what happens that no one noticed this thing happening and that Spider-Man is his own photographer. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you just, I feel like Peter just handed a camera to like a little girl and was like, I think Spider-Man's going to swing by here. And then, just does and it. And just does yeah, it. Yeah, take a picture. <laughs> and then Spider-Man just like flips and steals the camera from the yeah, little girl. Right. Hey. Hey. I stole that guy's camera. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, yeah, I don't know. We, also, that of the shots that Peter got that night, this awkward one, he was like, yeah, I'm going to send that one in. Like that. Because I'm sure... <laughs> He, every time he does one of these photo sessions, he gets like some that are not so great, some that are good, and he prints the the best ones and brings those to Jonah. Well, I think that this is this is just in a group of pictures that he would just buy sometimes because it's an archive photo. It's yeah. not like it's a. I, I don't know that this was necessarily ever made it to a front page. It's just like something they oh. keep in the archives to use if they need a photo of Spider Man. They don't have one handy. And because he had the staff job, he could go rummaging around in there. Right. Okay. Well, he wouldn't have oh, had the staff, staff drop, yeah, oh, yeah. but this he would have God. he would have rummaged around regardless. He's a rummager. Yeah, he is. He's such a rummager. He's, yeah, he's a thief. Get the- <laughs> I really regret we never had a scene uh, in one of these movies where he was like in a dark room, yes! going through all like the bad pictures, like because that is always some of the funniest stuff is when like Peter's trying to do the cool, nice thing, and then 
completely fails miserably at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and there, that would have been such a font of comedy to just have all of the ones when Peter deciding, oh, this is the best possible one. And it's a really awkward sort of position. But all the rest were like either face plants yeah. or blurry <laughs> or something that just doesn't Too happen. close, yeah. too far away. Yeah. yeah. The, the focal length was all o- wrong. awkwardly framed yeah. just in general yeah i i mean i've done that like uh <laughs> with my own uh spidey endeavor sometimes if i need like an instagram shot of a thing or i was just trying to get a, a good look at a new costume i'll just set up the self timer and try to do fr- and i ruin like at least half of those just like terrible framing because you're just you know you're shooting blind uh literally uh and then you'll get one that are great so like my my camera roll on my phone has a bunch of like Peter Parker dud photos on it. Um, I I wonder why we didn't get like more darkroom stuff in general. Like, uh, well, it was your idea earlier in the week about like uh, Eddie Brock figuring out that Peter Parker is Peter Parker from the photographic evidence. We could have had like a a darkroom scene like that or even see any of Eddie's home life. We don't see his apartment or what he does outside of these. Well, and then the thing about him figuring out that, that that Peter is Spider-Man, not only, not only, is it great for the fact that like he lied before and now he's like the boy who cried wolf. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and no one believes him. Not only is it great for that, mm-hmm. but it's also equally great because he found out that Peter is a cheater too. Yes. Because, because he is cheating. He is cheating all of these people out of this money because he, he is Spider-Man. So he's just taking pictures of himself. Yeah. Like he's a cheater. Like for all of his claims about integrity, <laughs> like this is not an integrity thing that he's doing. Like it's it's bad. Like he's he is cheating. It's just that he can get away with it because they do want pictures of Spider Man legitimately, yeah. so he can give them to him. It's just that he's not telling them how he's getting them. Right. You know. And he's uh, not like doing fraudulent stuff with the content of the photos. Right. So then the fact that that. Eddie would find out that Peter is Spider-Man and be like, that son of a... He's a cheater, too. Yeah. Like, not the way that I did, but he's still a cheater. Like, how am I ostracized when he's doing just as bad? Oh, my God. Jonah is going to go through the roof when he finds out that he's been paying a guy to take pictures of himself. Uh, Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, and and just that, that alone probably almost sets up enough to just... Like that's what Eddie hates about Peter. Yeah, it, it's just that. And so then, when the suit, you only need the abandonment for the suit to hate Spider-Man. So it's yeah. like that. That would have been enough, I think, to sell so much of the justification of what's going on with the Venom side of things later in the story. That you change maybe one scene and about five bits of dialogue alone, and that's it. And that fundamentally makes that whole character arc make sense one yeah. more draft one more draft <laughs> so close <laughs> this is so close to being a movie that could that could have been at least as good as the first spider-man if not as good as spider-man 2 yeah so close <sighs> so close um so i love this scene with jonah being very angry yes because he's angry for two reasons one because despite the way that he is he does have integrity and he does believe in truth and journalism. It, it's his truth. Yeah. It's what he believes is true. But he, he needs to have, he needs to be proof. There has to be some sort of legitimate proof mm-hmm. because he does have integrity, right? Everything else he does is, is editorializing. Right, yeah. Which you don't need proof for editorializing. That's that's a whole that's an opinion thing. Right, right, right. right. But but when he's talking about showing the people of New York facts. That he needs them to be facts 
And that's what he asked for, and that's what he thought he got, and he thought that he got the thing that he's wanted more than anything else that he's passed, like, three to four years that Spider-Man's been around. He got it. And then it turns out to be a fake. So he's like doubly angry yeah. because he didn't get the thing that he he thought he did and got it taken away from him. And he's made a fool of himself. And now on top of that, he has to print a retraction to the person that he hates more than anyone on the planet. He has to apologize publicly to Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh. And it's all Eddie's fault. It's all Eddie's fault. What I love so much about this, because all of that's in there. And that is why this is probably the greatest acting moment that J.K. Simmons puts into this character now in four movies uh, <laughs> that he is uh, he's a different kind of angry yes. and, and it's, a, it's an anger that carries weight of everything you just said you can hear in his voice all of that in the way that he's still loud and yelly and in, in character in that way mm-hmm. but actually angry like yeah. physically ill angry yeah and it's terrifying it's he, scary he, he plays like two notes in there right like uh we know jonah as blustery and loud yelling about everything version when he like slams down the paper you're ready for him to explode but the first part of his line he says quietly he's like pack your things get out of my building and when he starts to like protest that's when he ramps it up and yells you're fired it's both of them at once yeah and it's like a a Voltron of anger. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There's also there's also an element mixed in there, I think. Um, and maybe this is just me projecting this, but I think there's an element in there of disappointment in himself in that he's like, why did I let me why, why how did I let myself be taken advantage of by this douche? By this clown. By this clown. When I had a perfectly good photographer who got me pictures of Spider-Man. Why did I get too close to the sun? Yeah, I, I think that there's a look that he gives that uh, it, it's just disgust. Yeah, it's disgust for Eddie, and it's disgust in himself for allowing this to happen. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, if the proof is literally like easily enough figured out b- with you know this is the same afternoon, like it didn't yeah. take long. It was an archive photo that they have in their thing it would have been figured out eventually this was not a uh, a terribly you know difficult ruse to overcome right. yeah he, his disgust is the gullibility that he had in there mm-hmm. and again not in the text yeah. not even in the subtext of anyone working on this movie except for jk simmons who puts that into that role yeah and just like his mannerisms and his look in that sort of arc of that quiet to to loud uh to just like sternly gazing as he walks out this this might be like this and the scene in the first movie where he says i don't know who he is his photos come come in the the mail mail. yeah Yeah. stuff comes in the mail those two scenes are the best j jonah jameson scenes um in these movies and his performance as this character because all the other ones are great but they come with the baggage of him playing a very dated character in a very dated way, in a mm. cartoonish way, on purpose for the for comedy bits, right? Yeah. Those are the only two moments I believe that he's playing like an actual human character. Yeah, are, are in those two moments, and it's they're fantastic performances. Yeah, to show you that like not only is he good at creating a character in this that is so iconic that. He's probably going to be playing this until he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that he 
you know, he can also play scenes like this where he's like, I'm going to I'm going to have seven layers of yeah. the seven layer dip of performances <laughs> in, in, in this scene. And it's going to work like gangbusters. Yeah, And we are knee deep in refried. Yes, this is we're that's how deep we've got in the oh, scene. Yeah. 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 It's the baked bottom layer. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it, it really truly is like it. It's so interesting because, you know, having read a lot of Spider-Man comics. You see his performance as Jonah very easily in the early, like, Ditko, Romita stuff. Yeah. Where he's very kind of cartoonish. Like, the Stan Lee take on the character is a very cartoonish guy. You would believe that this Jonah would absolutely hire a robot salesman to build a robot to kill Spider-Man. All right, right. right. <laughs> you would totally buy that. You buy that this is the guy that would be like, let's get some idiot off the street to dress as a scorpion, scorpion. and go fight the spider-man right <laughs> you'd buy that this guy would be stupid enough to do something like that but then it seems like this this feels like modern jonah who is a serious journalist mm -hmm. and who has integrity even though he doesn't agree with what spider-man's doing he never crosses the line into lying no he want he knows the truth about spider-man and one day he will have the proof to prove it but there's no way I would print it without the proof. Right, right. And that's who this guy is. Yeah. And it's, it's so good. He's the person equivalent of in any kung fu movie when they only attack one at a time due to a sense of honor. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. like, like, we could totally take him out could right now. him immediately, but. But no, no. we have honor. So one at a time. Give let's him a go. fair shake. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, that's um, fun. It's really good. And then, uh, and then how many years does he say it's been since they printed a retraction? Like. 20 20 years yes 20 he says 20 oh man i haven't printed traction 20 years uh so what i what i what i love about this is it says sorry spidey bugle drops charges which you <laughs> hang on <laughs> wait did you take him to court <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's um, a lot. so that's number one number two faker fired uh photographer fired bugle issues apology Okay, so it's the fact the headline is that Bugle issues an apology, not that there is one. Right. It just that there is <laughs> no, no apology. It's it. just Bugle issues apology is the headline. And that that's they, his version of an apology. And then he'll put Eddie's face on the cover to humiliate him. Yeah. Next staffer, Eddie Brock. Staffer for like 30 seconds. Faker fired. Yeah, and, and it's completely you're throwing him under the bus. And, and the issue of the apology is the buried at the end of the headline. It's it's smaller. Faker fired. Photographer fired. All of it says that we were they're the victim. It's it's victim headlining here. Mm hmm. Yeah, the last paragraph on that opening you know, front page is just, to airbrush Spider-Man into a photograph and make it look like he's a criminal, that's something we would, that's just something we would never do here at the Bugle. Yeah. <sighs> Bless good. Bless him. good. Like they might, they might not be a legitimate newspaper, but they, they print legitimate facts. Even if it is, <laughs> even if it is like paparazzi photos and stuff like that. Um, they're not gonna. They're not gonna fake anything. Yeah, we're trashy, but we're not trash, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so and then, uh, then we get to this phone call thing uh, with with uh, Doctor Connors. He's on the payphone, and Ursula is here, and she has baked some cookies. Um, and uh, I think my guess is that Ursula has discovered that Peter is single currently because she is definitely wearing makeup that she has not been wearing 
prior oh, to this. Oh, look at that. She's she's a little dolled up. Uh, she's she's a little dolled up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's like, oh, now's my chance. She's like, I was shipping uh, Peter and MJ. Don't get me wrong. But also, but, Peter's going to be single. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to bake some cookies. Yeah. Let's yeah. do this. She's in love with someone else. She's happy. <laughs> Maybe I can be happy, too. Um, <laughs> God, I love Ursula. Maybe I can be happy, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's my far off dream. Maybe. Maybe I can be happy. <laughs> Oh, the American Lord. dream. She lives with her Russian father in a one one room apartment above a electronics store. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a, the on a, the weirdest beat here for me is that like when Peter answers the phone because I guess they're just they were just hanging out in that shared space eating cookies before that. But when Peter answers the phone, he goes, "It's Doctor Connors," and she like does like a little like cutesy guilt like. Does she know who Dr. Connors is? I have like, no idea. Is connection to any of this? Or is it just that literally anything he says, she'll laugh at right now? In anything he says. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and this is actually the sort of first real appearance of my absolute favorite part of uh, symbiote Peter Parker. Uh, and it's that truly the most evil thing he could do <laughs> is be a womanizer. Like like yes. someone someone that is all about you know the women like <sighs> given a a kid who's pined for one girl for most of his life and has got a very traditional sense of uh, relationships and interpersonal sort of right. thing yeah. the womanizer would be the most evil thing to that to that person right the person that <sighs> just discards the the whims of a, of a woman right. just for that momentary yeah. how how could you his his view would just be like, how could you if a if a woman felt that way about you how could you just toss her aside like how could uh, you do that how could impossible. you do something like yeah. that no it's one. a gift <laughs> yeah right yeah. and and here he is uh, noticing because i'm assuming when he got home that day in, in you know from strutting down the street he noticed he remembered the looks that she's always kind of given him yeah. and so he played it up immediately got the cookies out there and now he's just like Owning this sort of flirt moment, which, by the way, probably the first time Peter Parker has ever owned a flirt moment in his right. life. Oh, by right. far. Yeah. So, like, it's not even symbiote suit. I think he's riding just on pure adrenaline yeah. there, like halfway through. Yeah. Um, to the point with the whole like uh, the faces he's making, at, you know, <laughs> so this boring old Kurt Connors. Oh uh, boy, snooze professor's calling again. <laughs> yeah. Also, does she know that he's a professor or would she just think he's a legitimate doctor and he's just like falling asleep during his diagnosis? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. actually that's kind of what's happening <laughs> um, because of what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is the, the idea that the most evil that this Peter Parker's Oh, he says of. I have cancer. Yeah. Snore. <laughs> oh, jeez. The most evil he's capable of isn't like uh, some big terrorist plot or something. The most evil he's capable of is stringing somebody along romantically when you don't intend to yeah. like actually well, be in it, It's the whole like thing of the worst e- evil he could be is this someone that doesn't respect women because it yeah. even extends to the uh, the slap uh, you guys will probably get to in a, while. Right. In a, yeah. in a, in a right. few weeks like that moment is that's the murder uh, like su- Superman murdering when he shouldn't have gone too far like, right spy- that's Spider-Man going farther than than he could possibly think of going and like that's the the rock bottom and it, it all kind of starts here and it goes down that line of like you know he'll string someone along he'll be really disrespectful to to mj he will use one girl to make another one feel jealous mm-hmm. and then eventually you have such disrespect that he will you know not even be 
aware of their safety. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, right. So like there is like that is equivalent to if he went and murdered somebody, which right. I think a, 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 a more uh, straightforward version of this plot puts him in a situation where he probably almost kills somebody to get to that moment. Mm-hmm. What I love, love, love so much about this whole sequence um, is like they paint the picture that this Peter Parker is never capable of that, which makes hmm. him later and then before even stronger of a character. And the, the, this is what he thinks is depth, uh, like the worst depth he can be. And it is backed up by just this really prolonged relationship with MJ, which mm-hmm. I, it works into the advantage of this yeah. because of the on again, off again relationship of that. And now he's the cause of it being the off again at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And he, and he's rubbing salt in the wound and it's right. That's yeah. the ickiest he could think. It's about also his being. version of like freedom, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's like if you were, if you were the kind of evil that is like, kind of like the freeing kind of evil where you're just like full sociopath of like, I don't care about anyone but myself. I'm a narcissist. I have no soul now. Yeah. I'm a yeah. narcissist and a sociopath. His version of that would just be like, well, I don't have to care about anything. Like all I need to do is care about number one mm-hmm. and his version of that again is like the womanizer thing. Like that's where his mind would go instantly Yeah, of just like, Oh, I, you know, I, I, I kissed that girl upside down. I did the upside down kiss in front of MJ. That was a mistake I felt bad for, but now she's not around. I can I do it all I bad. want. Yeah. You know, like I wanted to do that and I did it and now I'm going to do it all the time and every girl's going to want a piece. <laughs> <laughs> And that's how bad evil looks on Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. This is delightful. It is. It really is. It is. Um, um, but I think that is, I think that's it, right? Yeah. We don't, yeah. Yeah, don't have anything else for this minute. We'll so uh, more tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, Wally, do you have any plugs? Yeah. So uh, if you enjoy all of this wonderful analysis on spider-man um you will get absolutely none of that on a youtube channel that i <laughs> do on the side called whiskey and waffles um it's me and a buddy and we just kind of do whatever we're not even like in it for the views game man we're kind of in it just to make videos awesome. uh I, the last video i did was an unboxing of some classic 1994 spider-man cards nice. uh look at that complete with the inserts that were the plastic clear ones where Ooh. it was like you can kind of see through it but it's <laughs> webbing and it was yeah. just top notch and so much venom because mid 90s yeah. Oh, yeah. was it could have been a venom set oh. was I, I owned all of those and I bought all of them at Blockbuster Video oh nice yep <sighs> I bought mine on Amazon Black- so <laughs> less cool than Scott's but yeah you can uh, check that out over at Whiskey and Waffles on YouTube uh, and uh, Whiskey and Waffles on all of the various social medias nice Beautiful. perfect alright and we will have uh, more of Wally tomorrow in minute 94 Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.